Alien Covenant. Uh, so we, uh, I don't know. Welcome back to the podcast. Spoiler cast. Alien Covenant. We watched Alien Covenant. That's yes, what happened. It's the movie. Don't watch this unless you've watched it already or won't, I guess, but like to hear discussion of movies, spoilers that you've never seen, I guess. We would say... I can't say I've never done it. We would do it in a format that tells you whether or not there will or will not be spoilers from a point at which we are talking, but it's called Spoiler Cast, so you already know it now. It's a spoiler cast of us casting spoilers all day. So... They're like casting shade, but like it, like you just know things about the future now. <laughs> it's like casting shade, but less sassy. Yeah. But, uh, so welcome to the Spoiler Cast episode It's like for, casting shade, but it's about casting disillusionment upon people. For Alien Covenant. Yeah, uh, maybe. The new addition to the Ridley Scott f- franchise? His third one? His third one, yeah. It's the end of the Ridley Scott trilogy. Until he just becomes a quadrilogy. I thought, no, he's making whatever. more of these. Yeah, exactly. So, oh. <laughs> That's well, why I say until it just makes it so, into, into longer so, m- numbers. Yeah, this is, this is <laughs> the third installment into what will become the new uh, Ridley Scott never-ending fucking shit stream of alien movies. And, uh, this franchise has gotten weird, <laughs> in that it, partly because it ever became a franchise. Uh, yeah, like, it went it went from high, like horror sci fi to like, hey, now it's just a you know a franchise about aliens. Yeah, it's not really horror it's, anymore. It's just a just an action movie with aliens. You can watch it. CG creatively made creepy blob monsters, and then uh, a bunch of people are going to die, and the movie will will end. Yeah, and another one will come out in a few years. So, uh, so we start the movie as we do with every Aliens movie, which is we're in space already. Already. Uh, well, sorry, we start the movie first with like learning about David. Um, is Aliens the only movie that ever visits Earth? Uh, Aliens doesn't visit Earth. In Aliens, don't you? You start off at a Wayland Yutani location, and they're like, "Your daughter's dead. It's been tens of years. We're gonna send you another mission for some reason." Like, no, don't do that. You're sending you on a mission. No, don't do that. You're going to send you. Uh, I think that was on Earth. I thought that was on a space station. Might have been a space station. I Maybe I just always assumed it was Earth because it was like, she made it back home, maybe. So, does the alien universe exist with no Earth? Is that it does. The premise? Yeah, Earth exists. Because oh, uh, this one has him talking about it being a dying race. So, at some point, I'm like, maybe Earth's just gone at some point. No, and Earth it's just is... like an endless number of offshooting weird colonies and when stuff he, no when he's saying a dying race he means that like there's nothing there's like no hope because or just because, like fuck them well it's the <laughs> it's that shitty like political thing of like there's too many people there's you know not enough resources we're mm-hmm. all going to die down here and uh and so the, the his concept is like why don't we create a race that doesn't need the planet Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. In any case, we're getting so, ahead of ourselves, so that, welcome. Let's, let's get behind ourselves. Yes. <laughs> uh, so there was the first movie, and then the second movie. Those are supposed to be the good ones. Ridley Scott movie, and then James Cameron movie. There's, yeah, there's very, Alien. Very, very, very different. There's Alien, Aliens, Aliens people 3, argue, People which argue is which terrible. one's better for massive different reasons between the first two. Because um, one of them's... It's like the difference between Terminator 1 and 2 in a weird way. Yeah, I, I would... I mean, it's, it's off topic, but like Alien... And aliens. It's all are two on diff- topic. It's the alien franchise. Yeah. But like alien and aliens are two different movies. Yeah. They're two different Made genres. Made by different directors movies. and different yeah. genres. Yeah. But one, like, one of them's a slow build horror movie. Yeah. Where barely anything happens and then you eventually kill the alien and someone cares a little too much about a cat is pretty much my takeaway sometimes in that movie. I'm like, 
if you're a cat on this ship, you're fucking dead. I don't give a shit. I am not going in through any of that shit for you. I mean, it's a Fuck it's, it's more impressive that someone approved an animal to waste oxygen. Yeah, it's weird that there's a cat in that movie. But more than anything, I just I would never try to save that cat given what's on that ship. Yeah, I, no, who would face down a xenomorph for a cat? Especially since like I don't think is it even Ridley's cat? It's just a ship cat, right? Yeah, it's just a ship cat. Like it's not even specifically hers. Well, like, it's the last remaining crew member, they, all right? <laughs> God is. damn, Ethan. But, like they don't establish like a history between her and the cat to explain why she wants it so bad. So I'd be like, fuck that, I'm off, I'm out of here. But uh, that that's some really like that movie had some cool segments because like yeah. isn't, isn't the first one the one where she gets stuck in the same like pod or micro ship or whatever as the alien at the end because still yes. just not fucking gone yeah like, that's the biggest nightmare yeah <laughs> she she does like she does a thing where she's like i will just sleep now yeah and hopefully wait it out and so she does that and meanwhile uh, aliens aliens i always want to say alien 2 uh is like introduct introduction of one of the big uh it's like one of the big influencers for the idea of like space marines yes just people running around shooting in some sort of mic like just uh, a little bit of kind of armor with that and ha- starship troopers and, and they can be girls too and they shoot up aliens with big ass crazy looking rifles that look like uh water guns that were painted black don't tell them how it was made <laughs> <laughs> but then things got weird well then aliens 3 happened which who, was who were the directors of 3 and 4 one of them was Joss Whedon wasn't it i think Joss Whedon was 4 4 when it got really weird yeah so i so i watched 3 and 4 in fact, I, I, for the longest time, I didn't watch any Alien movies, and something like, I want to say six or seven years ago, I watched all four of them back to back over the course of like a couple of days. Okay. Uh, I will say that given the amount that the first two have aged, the gulf in quality between the first two and the second two isn't as immediately noticeable as it probably was when they were all new. Yeah. But uh, there's definitely like an impact that's lessened, and I can't tell if it's because they're, they're way, way worse, or if it's just because the sequel's keep retreading the same ideas and there's just so little you can do with that at some point i i would i would say that it uh also did people not get the memo that the fourth one's a comedy no because like there's a part where a ricocheting grenade falls into a hatch and blows up like a nixon wannabe or something like whoever the weird commando guy is with a giant mustache that looks like a cartoon character with a super nose and everything like that people people weren't supposed to laugh (laughs) I thought you're supposed to laugh. It's a Joss no. Whedon movie and funny bouncing grenade takes out weird super mustache nose man. I, I, it, I mean, it's supposed to be funny, yes, <laughs> but the problem is, like, that's not the point of Aliens. No? The, the, po- the alien. Well, it, you lose the point of Aliens the moment you're making sequels to it, more or less. Well, no, I mean, Alien and Aliens follows a story. Yeah. Aliens 3 doesn't. Aliens 3 goes, like, from left field for Things no reason. Get weird. Yeah, a- Aliens 3 is when Ridley goes to, like, That's the, the fucking all-male. Right? The all-male planet. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a prison, it's just a colony for all-males. Weren't they all convicts? They were, but, like, they... And it's not a prison. It's not a prison. How is it not a prison that they're all convicts isolated on a planet? Because there's no, like, it's nobody overseeing them? Well, I think it's like, a, it's like Australia. Space Australia. You just kick them all out. You're stuck here now. Bye. We're not giving you ships. <laughs> well, they give them food and shit. Yeah. So, I mean, they take care of them. It's just nobody bothers Space them. Australia. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... Just hope the poisonous things get them. In this case, xenomorphs. <laughs> yeah. In this case, xenomorphs. It's always... It's like... It, oh. It, it, uh, the only thing that I never understood about the Aliens universe is that, like, we could travel through space, but we can't send a fucking memo to anybody about, like, 
Hey, watch out. They're aliens. So <laughs> like, the alien franchise feels like an exercise in diminishing returns just because like I feel like the basic premise is to give you a scary monster that's like seemingly unstoppable, put it in like the hallways of a ship with a bunch of like doors and whatnot and, yeah. and ducks to ducks to sneak through. And then eventually after a bunch of people die, someone gets it off the ship or something, and that's more like the lone survivor and it's so traumatic, but look how badass they were. Yeah. And it's like they already did it twice. Then they kind of start doing it again, but now it's on a prison-looking place, and now it's... I actually don't remember anything that happened in 4 besides the fact that it seemed like a vaguely cheap TV show, and she seemed like a bad protagonist of, like, an alias show or something like that. Like, things got weird in 4. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you already have the protagonist... You already have the protagonist coming back to life, so that's weird. Well, she was cloned. Oh, God. Yeah, this is... They put it to the ringer. Yeah. But then Prometheus comes out. Well, no. Excuse you. We're going to talk about Aliens vs. Predator? Aliens vs. Predator then came out. Those aren't... We don't and do then we count those? They, they are counted. They oh, are considered geez. canon in the Alien universe. All right. Aliens Guess what Predator. happens in Alien vs. Predator? Fucking bunch of people go into a place full of hallways and slowly get picked off by aliens one by one until just one of them gets away and takes out the big bad. Except now there's sometimes Predators in the scene. And then Aliens vs. Predator 2. Because Alien and Predator have the same premise as far as the execution goes, step by step. We just take everybody out one by one, but then the last person's kind of a badass. They usually have, like, exposed shoulders, and they're using some big weapon that has, like, a strap. Well, like, not AVP. Yeah. AVP had, like, some woman. No, was... even then, I think she had, like, no jacket on by the end of the movie. And well, yeah, was, because like, running around with the tank top. stranded in the Antarctic with she no had a tank top. top. And she had, like, a burned forehead from the weird sigil shit. And yeah. she's like, I got a super gun running through the Antarctic with the tank top. Yeah, they wanted these to movies do... love tank tops or topless people and stuff. They just want to do the aliens Schwarzenegger, thing. AVP lady, Ripley. Ripley's in a tank top by the end, right? She's like running a around with a flame tank top for like ninety percent. Yeah, that's just that's how you show you're a badass. You just start taking clothes off. And you're, well, you're it just, worked in Die Hard. What do look, you want? You just start looking shiny everywhere. Uh, it, aren't Alien and Predator, Predator both older than Die Hard? No, are they not older than Die Hard? Die Hard was made in like the eighties. Alien vs Predator was made in like two thousand. No, Alien and Predator. Oh, like the original, the original movies, not, um, not Alien vs. Predator. I know that's fucking new. Yeah, uh, Alien was made before Die Hard. Because Alien's like 1970 something, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, like 77 or something. Alien is super old. Yeah, um, Alien was like around the time Star Wars came out. Uh, Die Ooh. Hard, di- Die Hard didn't come out till like the 80s. Yeah, like late 80s even maybe. And Predator I has think to be older f- than that. I think first one was mid 80s. Maybe it was late 80s. Tell Either us way. in the comments how we're all wrong, so yeah. you can bump up the SEO Pre- of the video. <laughs> uh, Predator was I, I Predator also came out around the no Predator was around uh, the eighties as well. Is Predator's just inspired by Alien, basically, which is why it doesn't no be- uh, Predator is its own thing, but like it's um, the same formula, like exactly. It's I think they were it's published. Weird. I think the graphic novels. Wait, are you telling me that Predator is based on the graphic novel? I believe I want to say Predator was. I never knew that. It was. Oh, it's either a graphic novel or a book. I want to say Predator was. I could have sworn it was because I remember it was like, if I remember correctly, the only reason that Alien and Predator even like did the weird quonky mashup was because that same thing you're talking about, which is like everybody's like, wait a second. These guys are the same. Yep. Why don't we put them together? The first video game is based on that premise happened twice. 
Yeah. There's Alien, Alien versus Predator shooter, but then way before that, there was the arcade game. Yeah. Which I used to play a lot. That was a beat-em-up? That's the one where you play as Schwarzenegger, two oh, no, that was Predators, the one. Yeah. and some vaguely Japanese heroine-looking girl that definitely wasn't Ripley? No. Yeah. Because Ripley wasn't anime enough? <laughs> They're like probably Capcom made beat em up. Yeah. Whereas the other, where Schwarzenegger was basically just Schwarzenegger, but not called Schwarzenegger or I mean, not, not called his real name, I don't think. Though they call him is the character name. But did they? But yeah. Ripley was not Ripley. She had like a ponytail no. and she looked like a Street Fighter character. Yeah, she was just some chick. <laughs> um, so that, so AVP 1 and 2 happened. They yeah. both, they're both garbage, but one's kind of watchable. They're both just, they're dumb. just dumb schlock. The but... first one's like Resident Evil movies where it's like, yeah, it's fine. Fucking watch the stupid, really yeah. stupid movie. Everything about it was stupid. But I don't, I can't even remember the second one. The second one was, uh, the, uh, the one, the predator had the embryo inside of him. Yeah. And so then they met, they met a, the hybrid was born at the end of the first one. Yeah. And then it was like literally AVP. Yeah. Where it was like actually just aliens. Was there no humans in that movie? Uh, there was like, I've never I think, seen it. I think <laughs> or, like, I, I don't know if I've seen it. I can't remember. If I remember correctly, I think the way it worked was that, uh, is that like, Alien versus Predator Requiem. I'm trying to remember <laughs> what it was called. Yeah, I'm trying to remember exactly because it's been so long since you know I saw you're, it. You know you have a shitty, uninspired movie when the subtitle starts with the letters R-E? Whether it's Revelations or Requiem or Reloaded. Rewind. Or Revenge. <laughs> like, those are all the shitty ones you put in when you don't, when you just, are you just making your product because there's like a schedule? Yeah. <laughs> you just got to put it out. Fuck it. What do we call it? Uh, Requiem. Because in the back of their head, they're all thinking like, it's a remake re we're just recontinuing this shit so yeah. like the, they all those really shitty recycled names always just slip in so then after those assassin's two, creed revelations after those two shitty movies then came prometheus prometheus uh which i guess people said it was okay it is weird so i had a really specific experience with prometheus where i was watching it in the theaters and i was into it Okay. And I was having a great time. Yeah. It's atmospheric and everything's crazy and all the alien shit's goopy and gross and weirdly convincing. It, it has action. It has by all, suspense. By all accounts, the CG is really well done and like there's crazy shit going on and everyone remembers the, the C-section scene and like that's that generally yeah. like stuck with people. The only part that seemed overtly stupid while watching it is the same part everyone thought was stupid. Which is the fucking donut rolling scene. Yeah. Where the ship's somehow perfectly balanced on its side and rolling in a straight line. And most importantly, no one's running out of the way of it. They're like, I'm just going to run directly in the only direction it's going in. And go figure fucking one of them dies that way. I'm like, wow. All that build up. Like, Charlie Theron is like one of the main characters of that movie. And she ultimately dies because she doesn't know how to run out of the way of something that's going in a straight line. It's not inspiring. <laughs> Especially since she's... Wasn't she like almost an antagonist? Yeah, she was like slightly... Slightly the, evil. The issue with Prometheus is that... Uh, so it was written by I remember if I remember correctly like David Lindelof or something like the people that made Lost. Okay, which is really irritating because as, as it was coming out, it was like ooh Prometheus, what is it? Ooh, some sort of Ridley Scott movie. For longest time, I think they were even hiding that it was an alien movie. Yes, they were. And because like ooh mystery box, mystery box. We learned this from J.J. Abrams when we worked with him on Lost. Be, everything has to be a mystery. And so so much about about the movie was about mystery and suspense and like what does anything mean in this movie? Ooh, and by the end you're like. By the end, you finish the movie, and you're like, everything was kind of stupid. <laughs> like, in the moment, the action scenes are happening, and creepy things are happening. Like, yeah, this is freaky and neat. And the, But the moment's over, you're like, you think about all the questions the thing posed, and it's like, now this was a stupid movie. <laughs> yeah. There's too many really dumb things and inconsistencies and 
questions that aren't answered and never will be probably in awkward, pointless p- plot points and things that don't make sense when you think about them in the order they happen. And it's, it's very up its own ass the way Lost was. Yeah. And that doesn't happen in this movie. No, it doesn't. Which is very... Uh, imp- that's very refreshing. It's it's crappy on different levels, which is nice. This movie's different, and we're going to disagree on this movie, by we're, the way. I, I imagine we will. Yeah, because um, you're mad at it, I think. I'm mad at I'm, it. I'm actually I, pretty chill. I'm legitimately uh, mad at it. Um, so we watched Alien Covenant. Yes. Which is the sequel to Alien... To the prequel. To, I, almost said, sequel, I almost said Alien, but you can't call it prequel. Alien. It's the prequel... To Prometheus, which confusingly no, does it's not a sequel fe- to sequel to Prometheus. Sorry, it's a sequel to Prometheus, which confusingly did never never features the word alien in its title, but the prequel to Alien, but also probably the prequel to whatever movie comes next that bridges the gap between this one and Alien. Maybe unless they make seven more, who fucking knows? At some point, the important thing really is. <sighs> Aside from the part where they're trying to explain the origin of literally the alien, you could put this in any part of the timeline, and it would, it would feel like. It would just feel like an alien movie. It wouldn't really matter that it happened before or after anything. Yeah. Just like how it doesn't really matter how most of the alien movies, what order they happen in, besides the fact they all have Ripley. Like, these ones all have David. That's basically it. Yeah. And is David the best part of the movie? No. Do you like Uh, like at all Michael Fassbender in these movies, or what? I think think Walter was the better. But do you like Michael Fassbender's part in this trilogy? Yes, Michael Fassbender. It's got to be a trilogy, I guess. I guess he's the main character of the trilogy. Yeah, he's like the main character of the trilogy. (laughs) I didn't really see that coming Um, the first time. Yeah, Michael... Michael Fassbender is like the best part of the yeah. whole movie. Um, he just does a good job of playing his two role. different characters. He did a good job playing two different characters, but he also scene. he's also really good at just like being his character. Like he's really good at being the character, which is yeah. just like a like a kind of a disconnected like, yeah robot that, kind of thing. I knew he was great for this series the moment we started watching Prometheus, and immediately he's just alone on the ship, just doing shit, and you're like. This is a really cool like performance because you immediately pick up on that he's he's almost certainly like an AI character. Yeah, and they're not telling you that at all, but there's just something really weirdly specific about all of his actions. And you're like, yeah, I like this guy. This is neat. Yeah, I mean the movie opens up showing David and uh, Waylon, Waylon Utani, uh, like the yeah. Waylon Utani, yeah, the Waylon Utani, I guess, who just keeps changing faces every fucking no. movie. Uh, he is actually played by the same guy that played him in the last movie. In the last movie, but not yeah. in Alien or AVP. So well, we'll yeah. just fucking... I don't care. Yeah, but they're at least sticking with the most recent movie. In any Cause, case... Because the new... New uh, Wayland Yutani is played by Sam Rockwell, I want to yeah. say. I think that's the... Yeah, I think that's what they used. So some... I might be mixing it up. So new... So Papa Wayland showed up and was like, I made this robot. His name is David. He's basically such a narcissist and egomaniac that he needs to make life. <laughs> So he's like, I'm going to make a super robot that's, like, alive, basically. Yeah, and so it's like, I guess his grand purpose in life was to figure out where life came from, because he just couldn't tolerate the fact that life was just happenstance. And to prove his point, he's got to make his own life, in a way, basically. And yeah. so he made David, which we, which is a character we met last movie, but now he's... But we get this whole intro of David here, and then it just smash cut straight to us being on this colony ship that's on like a seven-year trip to some distant location yeah. so it's 2014 yeah uh, i guess sure uh so it's it's just 2014 no um, it's 2104 
2104. I, yeah, I misread it at first, too, and then also and then corrected myself when I kept looking at it. I'm like, that's a weird year. And then I'm like, oh, it just says 2104. Oh, that's a 2014. Yeah, that's what I was like. Because you're only used to reading numbers that are this decade. Yeah. So you just, you'll, you'll do that thing where you switch the numbers in your head. Oh, I had dyslexia for a second. Yeah, I'm like, why is this um, three years ago? But no, it was 2104. Okay. So in, in the future, they are taking a ship from Earth. Yeah, and we're talking about Alien Covenant. Yeah. Or they're uh, on a ship probably from Earth. Definitely. Uh, is it even established as... Be, is, I guess it must be from Wayland yutani because it has a, it has an android on it. Yeah, it so has a Wayland android. On, on yeah, it. they're on it. They're on a big trip, and once again we have the same scenario as last time, where an android is running the ship while everyone else is sleeping, and it's going it's going on this little vacation. Basically. Seven year. It's on a seven year yeah. journey to Orion. They go colonize this place, but as per schedule, they have to recharge periodically with solar cells, and something goes wrong during that recharge that jeopardizes the ship and kills people and. By the way, James Franco <laughs> dies immediately in this movie in the most baffling way. So, like, so he just seems every, just too everyone's busy. in these cryopods, and one of the cryopods has James Franco in it, which catches on fire somehow. It catches in, on fire internally. Yeah, by like the way. we don't really not know, like we externally. Don't, we don't really know how the cryopods work, so there's no real stakes in the scene, which which is sort of just a surprise when it happens. Like, oh, they can catch on fire inside, I guess. You Maybe know it, the part that makes you go I to guess sleep the cryopods by cryo. Can decide to incinerate their inside people or something. I guess that's what happened. <laughs> so it incinerates this dude and obliterates him. And you find out via recordings later, mostly because I just sure as hell didn't recognize it when he was in the pod. But I guess it was James Franco the whole time. Yes, who is not an established character in the Alien universe, so it's just showed up. And I'm like, so both of us were like, they just spoiled something by casting James Franco in that role, right? Because like immediately I'm like the. The black goop from the previous movie must get in his body and like revive him somehow. Like that's gonna be the weird shit that yeah. happens in this movie. Nope. Nope. Just never see James Franco again. Franco just showed up to go, I'm in an aliens sits, movie and then a, left. He sits in a pod for five seconds to burn to death. And then you see one recording of him uh, like on a climbing tr- a rock climbing trip on some back on Earth. I, I think like where he's just like, ha ha, happy memories. I think that was like real. I think it, like he really. Just been I real. think he really climbed a mountain and just wanted to show it off to people. So he just so he like, got cast in an yeah, alien. Yeah, so he just movie? got cast in an so alien he could movie. Die and was like and be a memory. Yeah, like because it just seems so weird to have James Franco so I, not act. So he didn't act at all the so whole movie. Ultimately, I got a, I got a kick out of that because like it was weird. I got a kick out of that because they that subverts expectations to cast a known actor, and it's not a trick. Yeah, he just dies. He just dies. That was it. Yeah. Nothing. They never talk he's about it again. He's literally just random faces, dude, that dies at the beginning of the movie. But yeah, like I guess he's the loved one of the main character, but that's about it. Yeah. If you can even call her the main character, she has less screen time than the androids. Because <laughs> really, Michael Fassbender is the main character. In case you were wondering, the, the real name, the working title of this movie was uh, was David versus Walter. <laughs> David versus Walter. That was the that was the working title. Uh, <laughs> DVW. It's a. But uh, the so yeah so James Franco just <laughs> dies. Uh, yep. every everybody on the ship just starts vomiting and waking up from cryo sleep. There's no lights in here, are there? No, why? It's getting dark. <laughs> Open the window. Yeah, that helps slightly. <laughs> it's getting late. We get. We better get get busy talking. Oh shit. Uh, they're destroying this video now. What are we done? All right, let's just go. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> so uh, so basically the ship gets hit with a solar flare. Or uh, elect- I don't so know. So they they get hit with a uh, Mag- magnet flare pulse, 
neutron pulse i think they call it yeah i think they call it neutron pulse space bad stuff happens wipes out the ships they're like uh we gotta repair this it hits the ship and every while they're repairing it they get a signal and like from another system like what's that place over there wow it's this is like the Garden of Eden. It's even better than the pl- planet we were actually going to. Let's go check that place out. Yeah. And uh, so they make up the terrible, terrible idea to r- change course to this unknown planet because it might oh, be better. Oh, but you skipped the most important part. The most important part of the whole movie, Keith, was that our main character uh, offhandedly commented that she and Franco were going to build a beautiful cabin... Yep. On the lake, on this new planet, to Walter. She said that something very specific of the main of our main female protagonist character is that she really wants to go build a cabin, a log cabin. Which her conversations about this log cabin take up more time than James Franco ever does in the movie. Yes, which is funny. Uh, but, so, uh, so she tells Walter this, who reminds her like twice about this cabin. And at this point, we're both thinking like Walter here is clearly, uh, it's clearly David. And he's clearly masking his voice and changing his name and, like, luring these people to some horrible alien world for yeah. his fucked up experiments because he was, he was fucking with everybody in the first movie and, like, just infecting people on purpose because he could because he's just a dick. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So then we, then we uh, find out the transmission from fucking, I don't remember his name, but dude who shouldn't be in this movie. Um, yeah, he's the guy. He's the, Speaking of James Franco, he's the guy from all those, like, Pineapple Express and, like, all the, what's, uh... All the shitty like. What's the comedy guy? Glasses, chubby. Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. He's in the Seth Rogen movies. He's always he's just yeah. like the antagonist or the dick in every single movie. Yeah, he's just like the dumb guy. I, um, I generally can't stand him, so I was frustrated he was in this movie. But he yeah. actually does so little and has a little screen time that I wasn't as distracting as I was expecting it to be. Yeah, it just the only thing that distracted me was like his fucking cowboy hat. <laughs> uh, it just made literally and his name, uh, Tennessee. Tennessee. It literally made no sense that he just it feels like, like a zombie land character. Like some fucking asshole on a spaceship is wearing a cowboy hat. Like nobody else in the fucking building was wearing a hat. No one even wore helmets. Like why was he wearing a fucking cowboy hat? So we hit a point where instead of having to find, instead of developing characters, every person on an alien cast now just gets one character trait. Yes. And so a lot of those character traits this time around was just that they were in a couple with another person on the ship. Everybody was All, a couple. Yeah. Everybody was cut, a couple. You could divide the entire cast of the entire show down the center and you'd get the couplings for all of them. Yes. It was actually kind of weird at some point how everyone had to be established as being a couple to the point where midway through the movie was one, this, this one random guy that's ne- like never spoken before. This random soldier. Has the obligatory, one of the obligatory like an aliens coming out of me type scene. And he like dies, and all that fallout happens. And then like it, you the, there's another guy that's crying over him, and you notice that that the guy the corpse is wearing a ring, and you're like, wait a minute, those two are a couple too. So just fucking everyone's a couple in this movie, even the two people that don't talk. Like, yeah, come on, man. Yeah, even, <laughs> it's necessary even the, to establish that everyone's a yeah, couple. Like in this even movie? these two guys were just a couple for no particular reason. Just everyone's at a all. couple. Like it, it, but they're not even like part of the. Is that, is that the new creepy Wayland yutani ske- schedule for like maximum like tragedy on all their fucked up ship, ships yeah. is that now everyone has to love each other so because, that it hurts more when they die <laughs> so, like it's it's like a weird it's almost like the like the movie was written by somebody who was like you know what hollywood needs more of couples, couples. there's not enough of them yes 
Um, and for and some reason, yeah. And so, uh, as Keith said, like literally, everyone is a couple. Uh, you can, you can to the point where at the end of the movie, there's new characters that haven't been involved in scenes, like action scenes, really, and haven't really interacted with it much with each other. And they will, Im- and the moment that it's time for them to be in danger of some kind, it's immediately they're put together in a way that clearly ex- shows that they're a couple too. Yes, like all the way up to the end of the movie, they're still doing that with yeah. every every couple of characters. Uh, so that and- everyone can feel sad when they're cu- when their partner dies. And so the day is saved ultimately by two widows um more or less yeah but let's go back to yeah so so back, going back so, so they decide yeah. to reroute to this new system yep. and speaking of everyone getting one character trait that they have to really drive home we get another character because like the last three or four alien movies always seem to do this uh we get like this character where the whole point is that this person's a christian and yeah let's what, talk about how christian they what are what the and, fuck was the i don't purpose? know like he even was just like they wouldn't put me in command because i have faith i, I don't like, know I don't, if it's, are you like i don't know if it's had a purpose in any of these movies just all these movies have one christian that can't not can't stop talking about the fact that they're a christian and how, wow, that's weird. I'm a Christian in space, right? I'm like, no one's fucking asking you. <laughs> like, literally, it's, like, you're the one that keeps bringing it up. It's, it's getting weirder. weird now. Yeah, you're, it's like like, a, you're like a vegan. <laughs> it's like weirder that he doesn't even make any comments in regards to the aliens at all. No. Like, there's never a time where he's like, he prays. Just every now there's and then somebody time... says something about believing. And you're yeah. like, why are we saying that again? Yeah, it's like, he never prays in the movie. He never says, like, We oh, need your faith, yeah. someone says at one point. The in main the most character. Forced way because that the main character is like, we need your faith right now. And he just looks at her and is like, I'll go get the missing lamb from my. At some point, we're like we establish we have to establish a Christian character, and then just constantly have every line of dialogue when they're in the room be a reminder that they're a Christian over and over again. I'm like, we get it, we got it. Yeah, you literally spent more less time repeating the log cabin thing, (laughs) and like the log cabin thing was also a weird force detail. But like, sure, give them their character trait. Yeah. So they all so a a group so basically three people stay behind on the ship on the main ship, and the rest of the the Woken crew go down to this new planet. Yeah. Uh, so you have just Tess. to be clear, this is the this is the people that operate the ship itself, and meanwhile there are two thousand colonists all frozen on the ship, yes. all that's supposed to be going to the place. So all hoping when that the emergency people... happened, the crew woke up. Yes. And those these are the people that are like, maybe we'll reroute everyone that when they wake up will be cool. The fact that we changed their lives completely in a, on a spur of the moment, but whatever, we'll just fucking change the plan on these people that probably signed contracts and probably were like. Specifically, only probably, supposed to have one outcome. Probably also paid money for this. Yeah, probably colonists. I mean, also to put it in perspective too, like these people are the ones who run the ship. So they change planets on a whim, and with the moment they get to this new planet, they're like, "It's covered in horrible storms that are a huge problem. Let's fly into it." So yeah, they fly into it, and they're they're immediately uh, marooned by this storm that they can't fly back up through, and they cannot communicate. And they can't through. communicate through. Yes, so they're just stuck on this planet. Yep, great. All right, nailing it. Uh, big first big warning sign, right up there with like the running away from the donut ship in a straight line. One of the dumbest things I've seen in one of these movies is what happens right here, which is they land on a planet they've never been to before. Everyone immediately just walks out wearing normal clothes. Yeah, no one's wearing armor. The whole like spacesuit thing from the previous movie, and also every other movie in the series. Whenever yes. they, whenever they get out of the ship, because like even the first one, like let's look at the weird engineer ship, and it's like in a big like cumbersome spacesuit. Yeah, that none of that happens in this movie. Uh, and unless they're literally in space, you don't see suits in this movie. Yeah, no one... People just walk out in the open air on this planet no one's ever been on before. Like, no and not one, just some of them, literally the entire literally crew the entire is simultaneously crew. exposed. And no one, like, no one, like, does a an initial reading. No one, like, get, nope. like puts a suit on, goes out there, goes like, woo, 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 and Yep, it's got oxygen, let's, it's okay to take the helmet off. They just all open the fucking door and walk out like it's like, just... Like, I assume it's just inferred that they were, that they scanned and there's oxygen and whatnot, but even then, like, you don't know what else is in the yeah. air. 
you could just it could be War of the Worlds type deal. Exactly. Where the moment like you open the thing, it's like, oh, by the way, there's a killer parasite in the air, and it that's kills exactly you. That's exactly the problem. It's like, it's like it, if it's just air, sure, I get that much. But like, if it's you, just air, it's not just a random planet that happens to breathe the oxygen. It's covered in life. Yeah, life's fucking dangerous. It has and trees. The it has like walks out. even the cat, the person that's staying with the ship. Even that person is with them when they expose themselves all to the air. And I'm like, that's a terrible idea. And lo and behold, over the course of their following adventures, two characters are infected by spores that create the entire movie. <laughs> yes and no, <laughs> kind which of. is weird. Uh, so like, so yeah, so they... there's little boobs on the floor everywhere. And if you step on them, black spores come out that go into your body and turn you into a monster alien. But they're like mosquitoes. Yeah. It's like, stu- uh, it's like stuff like, will burrow into your skin and then eventually... And just go through your bloodstream, I guess? Though, yeah, and then somewhere in your bloodstream it'll eventually germinate into the monkey aliens from Mass Effect 1. Well, I think... And they'll just burrow out of your body. Yeah. And instead of being chest bursters, they'll just find somewhere. Yeah, one, they just... They don't One choose. of them's way better at it than the other one is. Because yeah. two characters get infected. One of them busts its waist directly out of like a spine out of like, a spine that's yeah. a lot of work the other one just comes out of the guy's throat i'm like that was way better you're, you're the smart it's, one <laughs> it's funny too because uh or again this is one of the situations that i hated was that it just looked like a comedy when the guy was having his spine bursted open that was yeah that was it was weird... hilarious looking because it's just it breaks and he just goes like like super limp but it looks like a video game when it's he goes one of those limp. things where his uh so what happened is uh, they split up immediately. Yeah, they of course split they up. do because they in the moment you they split up because one girl you, you wants that, to go check the water. Well, she's gonna be she's gonna do a uh, like survey biological profile or something like that. Okay. Like she was gonna Whatever. make a bunch of basically just take a bunch of samples and do basic like the basic work they should be doing as colonists basically. Yeah. So it's reasonable, but convenient for a horror plot that two characters are immediately separated from everyone else. Yeah. So these two characters. Are uh, the first uh, the guy goes out to take a piss, which already I'm like you're just gonna take a piss like a few feet away from where she's taking samples. I'm already iffy about that, but he immediately steps on a spore because he's not watching a step, and it goes in his brain, and so he's the first one that's infected immediately. Yeah, because he's got to like piss and smoke at the same time. Still he doesn't. Smoke. He never pisses. Yeah, he doesn't do it. He's no, just, he's just lying so he can smoke. I yeah. guess. Which I'm sure the do you do that? No, because <laughs> I live on Earth and no one like it's not gonna matter. Like no one's gonna come up to be like. We're trying to build a home here. Don't pollute it with your shitty smoke. Don't pollute, don't pollute this world that already has wheat on it. Whoop. Yeah, no one talked about that. Yeah. They just walked over and was like, it's infect- this is wheat. And then they just left. <laughs> One dude just sniffs we'll get, it. We'll get then- back to the wheat because I think I know why there's wheat. But uh, <laughs> it, it, it came out of nowhere. The people uh, were not nearly shocked enough that the planet had wheat on it. Yeah. Like an earth plant is just straight up there. Yeah. That's not how convergent uh, evolution works. <laughs> he's not gonna just you're not gonna just get straight up wheat on a different planet. You never know. But uh, the guy takes a piss or whatever goes to get infected. Uh, so he, before long, he's acting weird. So like, oh, we'll take him back to the ship. Acting, acting feverish, weird. basically. Yeah, he they, looks like he's got the flu yeah. at first. But they take him back and he's just puking blood. And so those two get back to the sh- the ship they came in on, and, and the lady that's with them like is like keeping clearly keeping her distance because she's like something's fucked up here. Well, the pilot is like. like way par- more paranoid than a normal human should ever be for like no particular so reason the pilot's clearly not touching them and staying away and then she Im- almost immediately like starts establishing uh quarantine procedures without telling anybody yeah and she locks the two of them in the med bay and that leads to the scene where he's like going having the the, the new variant of the chest burster scene because there's always a new chest burster in these yeah. new really scott alien movies they got to change the chest burster concept again 
And so this time it's breaking out of his spine because I guess they thought it looked cool. Yeah. And the issue I have here is that she established quarantine to lock them in. But then she goes in. But it's after she already went in the, the chamber herself and got blood sprayed all over her face. Yes, she was already infected like, if that was how it worked. If that was how it works, then she's already infected, so she should be locked in herself. Yeah, she, like, put and gloves if on, that's not but then how it works, any... then she sure as fuck didn't, should be locking the other person in. Yeah. Like, she's... Yeah, she, she weirdly, she weirdly, like, puts gloves on, but puts no mask and no, like, face protection, and then like goes a, to a man who like has... a cowardice level that strains belief. Yeah. So, and it was... She was just, like, murderous at some point. She just became she super the panicky. Other girl, she strip locks the other girl in and then just leaves her in there. Like, yep. I can't let you out of quarantine or something, but your, your face is covered in blood already. Like, you're in fact, you're worse out than she is at this point. Yeah, and Also, like, all the other girl had was, like, blood vomited on her shoulder. Yeah. But blood never got on any orifice yeah, on her body. It, it got on the shoulder of her clothes. Yes. Whereas the, the, cap, the, the, sh- the pilot or whoever was left back had it all over her face. Yeah, like, all over her face. But ultimately, our question is never answered if, as to whether or not that infects anybody. Because well, it doesn't the alien breaks out and kills the other girl that's inside that room? Then breaks through the window after really awkward scenes where like the, the pilot like slips and shoots the ceiling. So and stuff. both people slip. Everyone keeps slipping. In Everyone blood in that slipped room, in the blood is, because they just like didn't look down. It was set, it was almost like the fr- do it once and it's almost like oh wow tense moment for a moment there but yeah. do it multiple times it starts becoming like a Shaun the Dead joke it's a slapstick like, it starts turning into a weird Cornetto trilogy like yeah. weird physical comedy thing I wasn't once it happened twice I was like I don't know if I would have left that part in that was a little too much and, and not only did it happen twice it happened like it was really weird the way the second time happened because like so the first time it happened it was the uh, the biology girl and she uh so she. Uh, the the alien bursts out of the guy's spine, and she freaks out and tries to run away from it. Slips on the blood, and then like finds the a ground. knife, and like yeah, yeah it's, and it's, all like, it's, all, one, it's all desperate. It's all desperate. Second one is when the pilot girl comes in with a gun. Then right when she's gonna shoot the alien that's destroying biology girl, she slips and shoots the ceiling. Yeah, and then she panics and runs back. I'm like, you're really bad at this. It's and it, not only that, it's really weird because she had a clear shot on the thing, but decided to like run at it yeah like she, so did, she could then slip yeah which is because she weird. because if you're just she was walking I so guess the slowly idea is her continued incompetence kind of shows it kind of helps justify her original bad decision to leave her in there because she's just that panicked apparently that she's useless because she was I'm glad pan- we made she, her the pilot she definitely seemed like she was hitting the point where she's panicked at the point of uselessness i don't know if she was the pilot or just the engineer like she was just going to work on the ship well, no she was the one that was flying the ship Maybe, but I don't she know. She flew I, the ship I feel down. Like everyone could. Because I thought, because her and Tennessee were married. Right, you're right. So they're both fucking pilot Yeah, she people. is the pilot, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I, no one got past the psych evaluation of this fucking goddamn expedition. Because yeah. she fucking can't handle stress at all. She immediately, like, well, it was loses. just supposed to be a colony ship, not but, like. But I mean, you crazy have soldiers. Combat scenario. They had it, soldiers, it is, they had guns. They do have a ton of weapons. So they knew there was going to be trouble. Or at least there could be a threat of trouble. This yeah. lady, the moment, the moment there was trouble, she fucking lost her shit, started shooting a fucking gun inside and of a she's ship. She's just straight up not supposed to be one of the people that's ready for combat, though. In fact, as she you pointed be- out, as you pointed out during the movie, uh, half the people that are supposed to be combat ready are like the exact people who immediately get infected conveniently out of the group. Yeah, all the soldiers so get they infected start, immediately. They start getting wiped out. Yeah. It's always the people that are, like, wandering off from the science stuff and, like, messing with spores. And yeah, I don't care about these nerds. And, yeah, like, they, <laughs> they immediately get infected. The soldiers in this movie are, like, the geologists of the first of the previous movie. Or, like, 
or like who just like just sticks his face in the weird like like the weird like the penis vagina nightmare from the from yeah. from a uh, Prometheus that just goes down your throat through your mask apparently and like that was they keep changing in every movie they need yeah. to, they feel the need to but uh, uh, yeah so the girl so far no I don't really have huge problems with the movie at this point uh, um the only part yeah the only like that, part that I have so just, far that was horror movie shit where like people yeah. make a bunch of bad decisions and die I the only standard. yeah the only part I the only problem I had so far was just the uh was just the way the girl reacted. Because I thought it was just, just too much. I just had some issues with convenience where... And the soldier getting It's a little infected. silly that the, the, all the soldiers get infected first. And it's a little annoying. They're like, oh, look, also convenient for the story. Uh, the lady shooting everywhere blows up the entire ship ultimately. Yeah. Which means that nobody knows what happened. So that entire sequence of events was purely for us and not for them. Yes. Because nobody learns from it at all. So we get to see scenes about how all this works. I'm also really glad that that ship had just like... Uh, exposed explosive material hanging out in it. Apparently, for although she just shot a lot of places before she hit that one. <laughs> you don't put like you when you make a spaceship. You don't make the fucking fuel line like something you can shoot from. Listen, Wayland Yutani loves to cut costs. Have you seen how these movies go? I don't. Apparently, he doesn't love to cut costs because he fucking <laughs> <laughs> he made a giant fucking spaceship. I don't. It's. Either way, so she, yeah, so she shoots the fucking ship, it blows up on fire, everyone gets there and goes, oh no, my god, and, uh, and from the, from the ashes of this, uh, one of the other this, soldiers. This is, happens while everyone else is getting back to the ship, but almost yeah. there, and, and, but they don't quite make it, and that's when it oh, blows so up. Oh, so everybody else was busy finding the ship that crashed previously. Yeah, what happens is the rest of the crew, while they were out, ended up finding, the ship from the first movie. Yes. That the protagonist of that movie left on. Uh, a protagonist that I will point out is not cast for this movie. <laughs> no, but she was in it. Kind of? Is she? Her face or her body. I don't think that was her, though. It was her face. The fa- So in, in this entire movie, you never see her? You see pictures of her. You see... Yeah, you only see pictures of her. You see and pictures re- of her and that weird rubber head and that was on a table. And, then on, and audio recordings that you can't possibly really say are her, her voice. No. I think that actress is not cast in this movie. No, she's not. I think they just have the inference of her. I don't know if they just couldn't get her back or if they just planned to kill her between movies. But she straight up dies between the two movies, which yes. is a weird thing to do to your you protagonist. I don't really know what happens to her either. It's like finding out that that Ripley dies between movies. Yeah. <laughs> and then Ripley's just not going to be in Aliens now because she she's got gone. cast in Entourage or something. Yeah. Like, she's just in, she's, she's an avatar in, now. In she doesn't else. have time for Alien movies. It's really awkward. But, um, yeah. So, so they find that ship. They get the whole signal thing. One of the other soldiers they're with on their side gets infected, too. Yeah. So, so like, we have the same sequence of events yeah. happen again. So, that they have to, like, we have to run back. And uh, so, they run back to the ship. Uh, once they arrive there, it blows up. That guy who was previously infected also has an alien burst out of his mouth, which yep. al- which looked also fucking hilarious because it looked like like a little like a noodle coming out. It was like like a, like a snake noodle. It's like it just slid right out of his throat. It's unnerving because it looks like someone's puking out like a placenta. Yes. Uh, and so then it's it, really unnerving. Yeah. And so the difference here is like apparently the spores are not aliens because they're like this weird albino uh so i think the implication here is that uh so at the beginning of the alien franchise it was just the alien that was it it. just the xenomorph and nothing else yes and as things went on over time 
they started establishing slightly obnoxious action figure premises of like if you make, if the alien's born out of a cow, you got a Taurus alien, like just like nonsense will happen. They, like, well, they the, they adjust the, the DNA dog of the alien. Host. Here's the yeah. predator alien and stuff like that. Yeah, and so Ridley Scott must have decided to do that in reverse now. So they're like, um, in the first movie, we're going to have a night, a giant nightmare tentacle monster infect an engineer. And then the chest burst out of the engineer will be an almost kind of xenomorph-ish thing. It's like trying to show evolution of the xenomorph. So they're trying to backtrack it from yeah. the other stuff until it leads up to being the xenomorph. Yeah. And so what happens here is some creature that le- like the, t- the version of the species that already li- lives on this planet is so like we get two different branches basically we get whatever the spore thing is which infects the uh that one infects humans well it affects any living creature yeah so but any... in, the, in our movie what it does is it infects these humans and creates this weird pale version that looks almost it look, almost looks more humanoid than normal and like at first, it looks like the weird little Mass Effect monkeys where it's like a down on the ground yeah. and it's a long ass when tail they're and small, it looks strange. Yeah. So it looks like a little chimp. And then it grows up to look weirdly humanoid where like it'll stand straight up and it'll be weirdly proportional and but it's also pale and fleshy and everything. It still has like the elongated head, but it doesn't have like the crazy spikes yeah. or anything. And but, it be- doesn't... but before long, we see it, th- those uh, version of those just get straight up killed by a gunshot. So like, oh, this is not as... It's clearly not as durable as the as the alien yeah. we're used to. They're they're more like fleshy. Yeah. They're not more hardened. In the credits, it was revealed that they're called a neomorph. Apparently, sure, whatever. I caught that in the credits. You call them whatever the fuck you want. But like know. later in the movie, what we'll see is that uh, there's a version of the alien that had uh, one that has infected the uh, captain. Like it has a. It's the I think it's the offspring of the first movie or something where it's like it infected a uh, engineer. Like the the creepy the white people the white pale Doctor Manhattan people yeah uh, and that version that's changed then infects a human and then becomes a xenomorph yes so when it has the engineer and human DNA it then becomes an actual xenomorph and that's what's missing from the neomorphs that just that just skips straight to the humans and they're just, they're just like sad fleshy creatures instead well I thought it was based on I thought it was different because I thought the uh, the xenomorphs are actually like handcrafted versus the neomorphs are just like like evolution that's the thing is like because i thought that was the despite, premise that it was going for was that like so weird like evolution is not movies, as good as creationism like a weird cre- part about these movies is just the idea that like despite seemingly the premise being to explain how where xenomorph comes from yeah they kind of skip a lot of steps and don't fully explain a lot of stuff and so no. you just kind of have to infer where a xenomorph came yeah. from, comes from which is where we were started from the first place so it's like yeah i it's so it, okay so back on track so I the think people already thought xenomorphs came from the infecting engineers anyway because that's because they're found on the engineer ship in the first movie yeah that's but like they the were they and were then, different and they infect humans they were like different types of it's weird. Aliens. I don't know. I don't know. In any case, uh, so we have... The, Im- so, the important thing is that now the best part of the movie happens. Yes, which is the... the now they go running off. They get the, What happens is, first of all, they get the, the one comes out the second soldier, and we basically have the Jurassic Park raptors in the gra- tall grass scene yeah. in Jurassic Park 2. But a, f- a hooded figure shows up and saves them with a weird flare that apparently repels neomorphs apparently. it makes it's like a, it's kind of like a sound like the sound because ref- yeah, like they it, only they can only see through sight like clearly we hearing. have the local expert that knows everything which is a 
relatively normal here uh, a horror trip like even you yeah. saw it and like until dawn did you play through all the yeah until, yeah like and until dawn like here's your grizzled veteran that knows everything about the monsters that just shows up to ex- to explain things but the twist here which is my favorite part of the movie is that the the uh the veteran character when they reveal themselves is david yep. from the previous movie yes because this whole time uh walter is that his name yeah walter walter was not david no, <laughs> we thought both of us. I think yeah. thought it was David. Like, and, that and we, th- I, we both thought that he intentionally uh, created the situation that would lead to all this happening. That and that intentionally sabotaged the ship and intentionally like got them in harm's way and intentionally uh, got them to detect that signal, all just so they could go here for his plan because he just fucks with the people. Nope. But no, he's just genuinely a good guy robot. Yeah. So this is Alien 1 and 2 as far as AI goes because you have the bad one and the good one in the same movie so they can fight. <laughs> Except they're the same person visually. So it's extra like, what? Yeah. Because they look like the same person. They, they are the same person. And this is where the movie gets pretty decent for a pretty big chunk of the movie because it's just two different Michael Fassbenders having philosophical discussions. <laughs> See, this is like this is the yes and no part I have, which is I I agree that Michael Fassbender is the best part of this movie, and I agree yeah. watching him interact with himself is substantially a better movie than like if you just only casted Michael Fassbender as the entire. <laughs> Thank you. Is it that dark? It's getting darker, so I'm like I'm gonna make a light out of my phone and you then accidentally turn it off. What was it okay? So as I was saying, the uh, I I think I think it would be. Like, I, I agree that Michael Fassbender is the best part of this movie. And I, I enjoy nothing more than watching Michael Fassbender interact with Michael Fassbender. <laughs> and uh, kiss Michael Fassbender. And kiss Michael and Fassbender. And murder Fico- Michael Fassbender. Yeah, and, and fight Michael Fassbender. Yes, and I think, I think that it was a great part and of the movie. <laughs> hold the, his own hand while playing the flute, Michael Fassbender. <laughs> yes. The only, the only thing I didn't like, I think this is like the, this is actually starting to become the part that I, I started getting mad at the movie. Was that it started becoming less about the the crew? So it started like it started going downhill of like all so, of these so, other people don't fucking matter. Yeah. So like, what what, and, what was weird about this at this point is that you kind of often will have in in a monster movie like this uh, opening scenes that establish like two characters personalities yeah then some nonsense where like three more characters get killed off then you have the crowd that's isolated somewhere and then you start establishing more of the personalities of people and developing them but instead you continue to have a movie where almost everybody has almost never had spoken lines ever or done anything because the game the movie is so focused on michael fassbender's two characters that (laughs) It straight up won't give lines to people. Yeah. I think one of the guy is the Mexican guy that was like the lead villain character of a of like two seasons of Weeds or something. Like that one dude that's in a bunch of stuff. I want to say, yeah. And like all he is, he's just a background character for the entire movie until at one point his face gets burned and so they can show the acid blood because they have to show it in every movie apparently. And then eventually dies off camera. And like that's uh, And he's like one of the lo- he has one of the he's one of the longest lasting characters in the movie and he has like four lines of dialogue. Yeah, uh the long yeah, cuz he is the thir- he is the the third or no. He is the last of the um this, this movie has way too many characters. It, more it, or less. it has fifteen. It is just let's, let's just, just lay it it's out just here. Just a Michael there's, Fassbender movie. There's basically. fifteen people, but only F- Michael Fassbender. Yeah. matters that's Michael it. Michael Fassbender and maybe protagonist girl a little bit but even she is like she doesn't matter at all she has nothing there's nothing about her it's I don't, actually I, weird by the end like 
Not, was it the first, in Prometheus? Was it Rooney Mara or was it the other girl? Is one of the two girls that's played uh, girl, uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo? But I don't know if it was the English one or the Swedish one. I think it was the Swedish one, which is what was weird. Is like they got the non-English actor to get in, but she was clearly the protagonist of that movie. Yeah, she has so much screen time. She has, I think, she had a personality or something. It's been a while, so I don't remember the movie very, very well. But she had, at least was prominent. Yeah, weirdly the the Ripley stand-in for this movie because it's just always a soldier girl now. Uh, yeah, she has the one story. She loses her loved one in like the opening scene of the movie, which is James Franco. Whatever, never forget. No emotion, no emotional <laughs> attachments. Then she just is around. Like I don't even know what she she's does. the one person that's like you probably shouldn't go what to is, that. What does she do? Well, she she's clearly an engineer of some kind because she is fixing stuff uh, when the ship goes wrong. Okay, like the the big ship, not the little ship. I don't. Like, she, I just don't remember her doing anything. Like, I don't even know why she went down with the crew. Uh, well, they don't have a lot of time to do much of anything because everyone starts dying. <laughs> well, I mean, like, they, they took, like, everybody but three people down with them. Which is and I don't know kind of weird. Why? They took, like, the entire ship Because, down. like, I understand taking the lady who wanted to take samples. Cool. That's your job. It's a really that risky thing to spend to send, like, 80% of your crew down on this possible suicide mission when you're supposed to be looking after 2,000 people that are sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> Including, by the way, they took the AI with them. Which, which in itself is kind of weird. Yeah, they he, also took like he can run the ship himself, and they didn't leave him on the ship. Yeah, that's that's probably the weirdest part of the movie because it's about Michael Fassbender. Because they had to have Michael Fassbender meet Michael Fassbender. But yeah, like whole fucking movie. What's really weird is by the end of the movie, you still haven't established the protagonist as a character very much. No, I don't. Like, I still tell, don't have any she emotional. Loses a loved investment. one tells the sad story about how they're going to build a log cabin, and now his her loved one's dead. So it's like, what's the point and stuff like that. And aside from that, she's just like. She's just the one that's, that you know is going to live the longest, basically. Yeah. More or less her role. Yeah. And so she'll just say... She'll talk, she'll be in conversations, generally. Like, we she'll need, be around like, She'll people. tell the religious person, we need your faith and crap like that. And she's there to be the one person who thinks it's a bad idea to go down there in yeah. the entire movie, apparently. But yeah, like she does very little in the movie and has no real role in... In this part in particular, this is the part where, it's, where Michael Fassbender's evil lab, which is great... Uh, <laughs> And when they're in when they're in Michael Fassbender's evil lab, which is the best part of the movie, because it's like this, here's this this mad genius robot man who was created to create. So he's been like experimenting on living creatures all this time and doing all this fucked up things while she's while they're down there. Even when they're there in the most interesting location of the movie, the protagonist just disappears from the movie for this entire sequence until she eventually walks into a room full of scrolls. She, she, like, she, no, she appears one time, which is to tell the guy, we need your faith. And then after, after she says that to him, she's just gone yeah. until, uh, until she has, the, she has one scene where she talks to someone for a moment. And then one scene where yeah, she shows up in the scroll she has, room. Basically. She has one scene where she says like, we need to get the fuck out of here. And then she goes down to the scroll room. Um, she just finds it. And just, so she can be alone for a moment. Basically, I, I don't know what they were doing. Uh, I assume they just forgot yeah. where the exit was, which was the way they came in. So there's two scenes. There's two types of scenes when we were in Michael Fassbender's Evil Lab, and there's the scene that works, which is all the scenes that are like that are uh, Walter interacting with either the captain or interacting with. Uh, sorry, uh, not Walter. David. David interacting with the captain or or with Walter. Those, yeah. are, those are the good scenes. Other scenes are just random crew members in different parts of the evil lab. Yeah. And the problem here is you don't know how any of these rooms connect or where they are or where anyone's going. So it's just like you're just seeing random rooms. Over yeah, like you again. have a crewmate that dies. And I don't like when she dies, it, it's like it's a scream. 
but it zooms but, out as if like she like left her, like, like she, her scream reached so far but then no one hears her scream yeah but i was like where are you how did you even did you she, ask michael she, fassbender she found a cave shower yeah she like asked i so guess she could die in a cave shower she just asked david like hey where's your bathroom and he was like yeah. oh it's all the way it's, at in the, the it's over there in the columnar jointing room yeah. the entire room is full of columnar jointing did you see that <laughs> yes just hexagons I know. just hexagonal pillars everywhere like I'm like it's everything. It's in every movie. It's in every game. I think I re- I just watched the last Resident Evil movie, and there's a climax. One of the climactic scenes at the end is a giant cave room, and it's so dark, especially on the shitty screen because I we were watching a shitty screen like yours where it's the contrast is fucked up and it's too dark. Yeah. When it's dark. I'm pretty sure that room is columnar joining in every direction too. It's just fucking everywhere now. It's in every game, every movie, every RPG. Fucking everywhere. Fuck it. They're, no, they're we fancy don't need, rocks. We don't need ideas no more. Fancy rocks. <laughs> But so okay, so the lady lady goes off, dies in uh. So my, okay, sorry. Once we're in Michael Fassbender's evil lab, there's two yeah. things that have to happen from here on out. One, Michael Fassbender has to say philosophical things to people, which he takes, just keeps quoting. It takes things? two forms, which is that it's David interacting with Walter to being all philosophical about their creation as the machines and how they're different from each other and stuff like that because he can't create. Uh, David can create, Walter can't create because yeah. they were scared of the creating ones at some point, so they made him not do that no more. <laughs> so I, I like, wonder why! And in a weird condescending way, David has an American accent. I mean, Darren, David has a British accent and Walter has an American accent, and he's the one that can't create, and he's the one that's supposed to be the dumb, simplified one or whatever. Yeah. He talks about duty, and he's all militaristic and shit. I'm like, that's... I feel like you're jabbing at something here. Uh, no. <laughs> but... You're reading too much into it. And what happens is when that one girl dies in the shower, the captain uh, eventually finds the body. And it's while Michael, it's while well, David uh, is talking to a Neomorph. Well, David like, finds the body. Yeah, David and, finds the body in a room with a Neomorph. And he's like manipulating the Neomorph because he knows how already. Because he's been interacting with these apparently. Yeah. And the captain justifiably freaks out and just shoots the Neomorph instead. And that pisses off David. So David is like, I'm going... Like, fine, I'll explain everything to you. And for some reason, he's not like, no, stop. We're doing this here. No, yeah, either, either talk at me or he, I shoot you He too. also doesn't tell anybody else yeah, that she died. Idiot captain now. He just walks off with idiot him. Idiot captain just follows David into his lair, even though David clearly is just hanging out in a room with one of his dead squad members, apparently. Uh, and this leads to uh, David luring him down into his creepier part of his lab, because... Walter just found, like, the pretty part of his lab that's all, like, sketches of at- autonomy or, like, musical instruments and paintings and shit like that. Like, like oh, look, it's a creator bot doing nice things. Isn't that nice? But he takes David and uh, David takes uh, the, the captain guy into the terrible part of the lab that's full of, like, dissections and monsters and yeah. shit. And you can see all these different different pieces of uh, the, the the xenomorph, neomorph, whatever the fuck. And it's like that you can see the tiny that, uh, babies is on a cross, which is yeah. fucking like I get where we're going in here. You take the religious guy into the room when the, like, there's a xenomorph on a cross. What the fuck? He basically it shows like that uh, that David's been sitting here like crafting these things. Yeah, like he's, he's been, been following over making xenomorphs. Yeah, he's been following the evolutionary stage of xenomorphs and make like p- like theoretically craft like guiding their evolution yeah. and, and his um, next step is to lure david directly into a face hugger room yes the the, the face hugger room guys like yeah. in case you're trying to visualize it the face hugger room yeah it's the dark that happens in every it movie. has mist it has egg sacs this one has fewer the, egg sacs than usual like, fewer like but four yeah oh well, no it had it had like six or seven egg maybe sacs. it went deep but 
the egg sack room. And boy, is Mr. Captain trusting because he just walks right up to that shit even after it opens. <laughs> so it, so, so David's just like, it's and, safe. So it, and so the captain walks so over. David's fantastic because yeah. his, uh, his expression is just like, oh my God, he's going to fall for it. Yeah. And like, so he's the, like, so like, he's, 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 he's going to walk up to the face. Yeah, the captain just walks up, touches the egg, it opens. And so David goes like, nothing wrong with David, that. David and, and Walter are fucking awesome. Yeah. And it's so the great. captain go, just goes like, I'll trust him, I guess. He just and then looks puts, right into the face. Hunger. Puts his face right in front of it, and then, like, because all of the audience members are supposed to be completely shocked by this, a guess, face hugger pops happens. out. Yeah, and because the music definitely acts like you're not so supposed to be aware. I got a kick out of the, the. There's a little self-awareness here, which I found amusing, because I think David is supposed to mirror exactly the audience, because the audience is like, oh, he's gonna get the face hugged because the uh, this. It's this movie is built on the idea that you're nostalgically going after the old aliens imagery. Yeah. Which is why it requires that there has to be a face hug scene, there has to be a chest burster scene, somebody has to get killed by the mouth that comes out of the mouth, and somebody has to get at, <laughs> like yeah, at some point you have to show the acid blood at some point. Yeah. Every single thing is like a it's like a checklist happening by the end of the movie well, of that, everything yeah. they have to show. So like Everyone's like, oh, it's the face hugger scene. So, like, they have even David being like, oh. <laughs> so, yeah. it's like, that's, I think that's, I think that's a little self aware. It's not, I don't think they expect you to be shocked, but the music will just play it that way because what do you just not do music? Well, I mean, you didn't <laughs> have to make it as fucking loud. Well, yeah. Like, it was just like, brr, brr, brr. you're like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I didn't I, see that yeah, coming. Did I you? knew the it was happening. happens in every movie. Yeah. I was like, calm down. Just be like, dun, dun, dun. Like, yeah. okay, that's fine. You can do that. But don't, like, act like this is a, you know, someone jumping out at your face and be like, boo. And you're like, so at, at this point, it's abundantly clear that David's evil. But, yeah. But we were, of course, already ready for him to be evil because he was infecting people on purpose in the first movie. And so, like, they, they so up until now, they've just been fucking with you because they keep waiting for you to, they keep waiting for you to think David's going to kill people in various scenes. And one of the big ones was that he's... Previously in the movie, he's teaching Walter how to play the like a recorder, I guess. Yeah, uh, it's a f- was yeah, it even it's a, a flute or is it just a recorder? I think it's I think. a recorder. Yeah, and he he does this by playing it and then having Walter play it, and then he like puts his fingers on Walter's fingers to like give him the motions. So yeah, he can mimic those, and it's pointing directly into Walter's fit mouth because it's a recorder. And I'm like, he's got jam that through his head. Yeah, that's the first thing everyone thinks. I think because obviously this guy's evil, even though he hasn't has done the evil things yet in that movie. At that point, you're like he's obviously going to do. But it's, like, it's he's going to kill the other robot. He's going to get to us. Yeah, he already he already got a haircut to look like him. So he's like, oh, he's going to kill him right here with the recorder, and he's just going to pretend to be him. For the yeah, rest of the it's movie. really weird too because like it make it so sensual, where it's like it was weird yeah it was like he's very very touchy on this copy copy of himself yeah and so he's like he was like everything was very hands-on and he's like talking to him gently is like now just blow into it very calmly like this which i I actually enjoyed on a character level because like oh it sets those two characters up really well david is so narcissistic and full of himself that when he gets this like copy of himself to interact with like He's fucking like, oh, I'm going to touch your hands and I'm going to have you play the flute and I'm going to kiss you and all these other creepy things are happening. And of course, Walter is literally just stone faced the whole time. Yeah. Because he's just like the, he acts just like the, uh, the AI from, the, from Aliens. Oh, yeah. The, specific, the guy that did the, he does the knife game. Yeah. Like that guy. He's just like, he's just stone faced and just there to do the thing he's supposed to do and that's it. And that, 
that 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 that, those two characters interacting is great i could watch a whole movie of that yeah and i think that was like what they wanted to do but then the studio was like no 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 you have to have people they did the cost of the rest of the movie yeah because because they focus so much on walter and david there's no other characters yes in the movie yeah so you don't care about anyone ever you don't you don't care or relate or ripley no well yeah it does it doesn't though yeah it's walter (laughs) (laughs) who dies off screen no Yes. No, he doesn't die off screen. He just gets left behind. Probably dead. No, because he regenerates. Unless he, unless it was actually fatal this time. I thought that, I thought that was a point. Like it can't be fatal. Everything can be fatal eventually, and not no. Just because a character regenerates doesn't mean they're Wolverine, where they can get it blown up in an atomic bomb and somehow come back. Oh, magic. but David could just lose his fucking head. Yeah. Yeah. Put it back together. David can't even regenerate. Yeah, but he got put back together. But Walter can regenerate, so I'm so, assuming Walter's alive. So they explain. I mean, I, I, I want to see him again; it'd be great. But uh, they they explained that Elizabeth from the first movie, previous movie, I should say, but technically chronological first movie too. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, puts uh, he put back. She put back David t- back together in the in between movies. Like fucking Humpty Dumpty, somehow. I guess. Just and had yeah, body parts lying looks, around. And he looks flawless, I guess. Yeah. I guess I must have found his body in that one. Which was inside the rolling donut ship because it was inside that before it rolled, so it's just fucking somewhere in there because that that body took a beating apparently. <laughs> but he looks perfect in this movie, I guess. But yeah, yeah, uh, um, he, yeah. He at one point he jams something into David to disable him, and it's supposed to. It's a knife. I mean, he, I mean jab, he, oh no, he jabs the he jabs the recorder, recorder as expected. Yeah, but in a, but later, in a later scene, scene into Walter to disable him. But it's revealed that Walter's upgraded, so he instead of just killing him, like he just gets over it and comes back later because he just grows back. Except for his hand, and he starts, uh, yeah, his hand never comes back. Well, that takes that's a lot. That's complicated. <laughs> okay, I don't think it's necessarily supposed to regenerate, but just repair to some extent. Self repair. Yeah, put, he got back operational. Uh, David tries to take out Walter because he's betraying everybody now, one by one, and in, in dark rooms. But psych, fucking Walter's hard to kill, so he just comes back. Yeah, but uh, you know the moment that those two are fighting each other one on one, and then it cuts away. You, the only possible outcome of that is that because they look alike, David is going to be the one places, that is yeah. that ultimately joins the crew. They build it up. They build it almost up too much. Yeah, because like cutting the hair to be the same, they look the same, and like it. And like obviously, David is like mentally ill and insane. Yeah, and you just like you. It it goes this whole way that you and like at the even when they're fighting the last scene you see is like Walter is David like reaching for a knife when Walter's sitting on top of him punching him yeah and so you like you just sit there and you're like oh no I wonder if David took his place <laughs> like because like the moment you meet David and Walter you immediately know that David's gonna replace Walter yes because it already happened for the viewer mentally you already convinced you already confused them with each other. Yes. Like, we already fell for it, so of course everyone else is going to fall for it, and that's going to be the plot. And I think, ultimately, like, there's, there's like there's, there's dumb moments throughout the movie, but I think the one of the biggest issues I have with this movie overall, because I, I genuinely, like, I, I had a fair amount of fun along the way, and it was fine, generally. It was fun, yeah. But I think the biggest complaint I have about Alien Covenant is that it's just a retread of the same movie again. They keep making the same Alien movie over and over again, more or less, and... It's so obvious what's going to happen that nothing's really surprising. 
like the only surprise in this movie was the the fake out of oh by the way david's actually a separate character and the character you've been watching this whole movie was actually just an identical robot yeah like that was the one surprise but throughout the entire movie like fucking at the beginning of the movie they explain the log cabin story and i'm like wow that's a weird character trait to establish considering this character has no other character traits and the moment David and Walter in the movie, I leaned over to you and said, by the way, uh, I'm like fucking David's going to replace Walter and they're only going to know that it's actually David because she, he doesn't know about this log cabin story that Walter was told. Yeah, Keith And said, that's what happens at yeah, the end of the movie. Keith, I'm like, God damn it. He said it to me the moment that they, uh, the moment we found out that David and Walter went the same person. Yeah. He was just like, uh, like I, I guessed it like halfway through the movie, yeah. and then lo, lo and behold, the exact scene happens. That's at the exact. End of the movie. That's like, like the last conversation I'm that just happens. Like, God yeah. damn it! And like because it's xenomorphs, and because it's a prequel, like you know a Xen- that xenomorph has to happen. You know that people have to get chest bursted and acid blood has to happen, and tail murders and and uh, and face murders have to happen because they always happen. Yeah, and you know whenever somebody takes off from a planet that there's going to be an alien on it because they have to have the scenes where the aliens actually stowed away and you have to throw it out the airlock, which is what happened in the first movie. Is that you're in setting number one. And where the mo- most of the movie happens, and the alien bad stuff happens, so you escape to setting number two, which is much smaller and separate. And lo and behold, the fucking alien's still there too, and you have to throw it out the airlock. Like it's yeah. plot point for plot. Well, it point. was fucking cool, Keith. They just it was fucking cool when Ripley grabbed the alien and threw her the fuck out of the airlock. Everyone loved it. Yep. Everyone do it again. Do it all so, the time. My issue with this movie is all the little nitpicks and, and nonsense. I don't have too much problem with because it's a horror movie. Yeah, and. A, you could forgive a lot of tropes and and bad decisions in horror movies because it's a genre that just wallows in tropes and people making bad decisions in them. Like that's that's a core part of the genre is often people doing dumb things and getting killed and things like that. Like that's yeah, it's so common it's hard to complain too much about it, even though it's fun to talk about it. But this is the fucking Force Awakened of Aliens franchise. It does feel like because like yes. the Force Awakens was just we have to here's all the things we have to check off like. We have to have Chewie, and we have to have Han. Here's the Millennium Falcon. Here's a new uh, evil Jedi with a black helmet and a red lightsaber. Here's another Death Star. Here's a yeah. Here's this is pod racing. Uh, here's a desert planet that somebody was marooned on, and they're eventually going to find out they have a destiny. And like every single yeah. fucking thing from the main trilogy has to be condensed into a movie. And this one did that too. Yes, you have the good robot, and you have the bad robot, and you have. Uh, dismembering of surprise robots. You have the face hugger. You have the acid blood. You have all the, the airlock. You even have an alien being fought with heavy machinery claws. Yeah, like because Ripley wasn't that one big yellow robot that one time. So yeah. this time they use a crane to crush an alien and grab it. And like yeah. every single thing, like this movie has one interesting thing what to do that's new, which is creepy mad scientist experimenter robot. Yeah, but the beginning of the movie and the end of the movie are both just alien yes. again. Yeah, and the, it just had it, it's, it's like never going to change. <laughs> it's like how the Avengers movie was just like every other superhero movie in the franchise, except in the middle there was the part where everyone's hanging out in a ship and having like Joss Whedon dialogue with each other, like it's Firefly. Yeah, except in this case, it's a cool, uh, it's a cool mad scientist robot. And then it goes back to being the thing that you're super familiar with to the point where it's nauseating and boring. Yeah, I, I think the other thing that... I think one of the things that made me the most <clears> upset <throat> was that Xenomorphs weren't a threat. Um, 
They were a threat because they kill everybody, but, but they, they also die really fast. They like that's the thing. They kill a lot of people, but they weren't actually a threat to people. People were just fucking idiots. That was the difference. In aliens, they were a threat because people were ready for them and fighting them, but they just would not fucking stop. Yeah. They were a they were this horde of like unkillable monsters that were just a pain in the ass in aliens it's, it's definitely not alien one where all where everyone's struggling to take out one thing and they can't figure out how to do it yeah like in this one in this one it's literally just various she, morph type things die like five times yeah basically but like it but the end of the movie is literally her and fucking stupid ass walking or down a hallway ass. they're walking down a hallway and she's like close this door close this door close this door close this door no threat no threat whatsoever. She gets all the way to the fucking room she wants to be in. She says, oh, could you open the door and let him in? So she <laughs> opens the door and lets him in and then immediately goes like, nah, nah, nah. So that's, pro- that's probably the worst part of the movie is the moment they get off the planet. Yeah. Because like, once they, like, honestly, the claw kill was cool enough that could have been the end claw, of the movie. Yeah, the it claw was, was, was alright. It was fine. Uh, I think it was kind of dumb that, like... It was kind of obnoxious that they established one xenomorph, and then they kill it with a claw, and it's clearly dead. Yeah. And then another one shows up, and you're like, when did you have time to infect another person? When did that happen? Yeah, I don't know where that one came from. Also, I was really upset that, uh... I guess the that, implication is that when it was on the other guy's face for, like, four seconds, it already impregnated him? Yeah. That was fast? Yeah. Why did... No, it happens instantly. The so moment I, that face. So I guess the moment it's on, you get impregnated, but then yeah. the follow-up stuff is supposed to just pacify you. So because they got it off him immediately, he wasn't pacified. I guess. Well, because what, what it does is it's supposed to it's supposed to hold your neck, and then it's supposed to stick it's supposed a dick to make down you your unconscious. Throat. Yeah, basically. it's basically a thing from Prometheus. It sticks yeah. the vagina dick thing. Yeah, sticks it down your throat, shoots and an it's egg supposed down, to knock you out, and then it's supposed to like uh yeah choke you to death. So it's supposed to like choke you out until you well, like pass not out. to death because well, they never die yet. Yeah, sorry, not but, to like, die. They death, knock they, him out. Yeah, yeah choke him. Di- so the guy out. from Weeds doesn't quite get killed. Uh, doesn't quite get knocked out. So he's no. They do the thing around. where they cut the face hugger off of him. Yeah, and, and then acid blood. Acid blood. But then yeah. they cut it off him. So he's so that's where the second still... alien came from, yeah. which is immediately huge. Which happens off screen, by the way. So the viewer has no fucking idea where it happened. So really frustrating things happen off screen in this movie because they're supposed to be surprising, I guess. Which is that. The David versus uh, Walter thing, which is the most interesting plotline of the story, ends off camera. Yes. They're they're struggling, and then you cut away, and then you just later you see... Because you had to do the you, reveal. You later see David pretending to be Walter, which there's no reason to keep it a secret from us, because obviously we already know, and we we can just watch them not know. It's fine. We're but, adults. <laughs> but also, yeah, like when the guy... Uh, <laughs> When the guy from... I, I think it's the guy from Weeds. I'm going to sound like a racist otherwise. <laughs> uh, he's the only guy that survives besides the main girl getting off the planet. And he's apparently infected, but gets chest-bursted off-camera. Because why bother showing that? Yeah, they only show him going to the medical bay to get, like, some jelly on his face. Like, the the one of the pilots... putting, like, clay or something on, her, yeah. on his face to replace the all the skin that's gone. Yeah, all the skin. His face is all it's scarred away. Fucking whatever. And then, yeah, then it just cuts away to, uh, uh, what's it called? Then it cuts away to main character making eggs. It definitely, making eggs. That's all she was doing. Yeah, it just cuts to her making eggs. And then fucking dumbass comes in and says, like, those are looking good. And then it was like, okay. And then they hug. And then you kind of just go, like, I guess you're both sad. And then it goes like, hey, there's an alien on the ship. And so it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so they just run to the fucking bridge. And then fucking David is there and he's like, there's an alien. And it was like, where is it? And he's like, I don't know. Let me find it. <laughs> so I, I think the movie would have been better without 
any of the ending stuff because it's so rushed and awkward. Yeah. Because what happens is, yeah, like they they all try to get back to normal, and weirdly, uh, despite the fact that we've connect just established a connection between uh, Walter and the main character that I can't remember the name of because she doesn't matter. I don't uh, remember her she name. She completely fails to ever find out in this part of the movie that that's David. Yes, who has a hand, by the way, and looks different. No, he he's missing his different, hand, and is. No, he, he had his hand. They zoomed in on his hand to specifically show that he's got his hand. Like, whoa, look at him having a hand. No, I thought they showed him having a stump. Maybe. It maybe went too fast. I'm, I'm pretty certain he Literally had a stump because I remember seeing it and going like, oh, wait, he cut off his own fucking hand for that? Weird. Like, that's really weird. They made. I think they made a mistake of when they zoomed down, they show his hand. They show his hand and, and the, his the stump. The mistake is but you, it's, you such mistake a, it's such a fast cut yeah. that all I saw was the part where he show his hand, which is the wrong thing to establish. So that's not yeah. very... That's not it's also there's not choice. like an angle you can show it because it's not like... Yeah. He's a robot. His hand takes so up like half the frame. Yeah, but I'm saying like he's not... He's a robot, so it's not like his hand is sitting there like gushing blood constantly. No. So like it just shows a... But it's not really a stump because he's still wearing a jacket. But even so you then just see, like, like his a, hair is longer. Yeah, but I'm saying you, you just <laughs> see him missing... You just see a missing. Uh, like, one thing. issue here is that he, when he cut his hair, uh, he cut his hair to look like uh, Walter, but it's like three times as long still, because Walter was like a buzz cut, and this guy's got like yeah. shaggy, wacky, well, because messy he cut hair. Him with fucking scissors. yeah, he cut it with shears, and that's why I was like, wait, really, are you gonna really, pull? How are you gonna pull this off? He was weirdly non-thorough in a way to make it so we could tell who he was, but it just made me made it feel like the protagonists were stupid for not recognizing David. Uh, I mean, they're but, pretty stupid for a lot of stuff. But though. the reason why this ending part is because so, we keep getting, we get sidetracked so much. This entire conversation is a mess, and people get mad at us. Woo! Yay! We get sidetracked every halfway through every thought. You're welcome. But the uh, this ending part sucks because it's just Alien One again, but super fast. Yes. Like there's no tension. Of there's like no threat. It's just up, rush. It's literally like. There's an alien on the ship, and you go like, "Oh, it burst out of that guy! Oh, it killed those two people in the shower! Oh, throw it the airlock! It's over now!" I'm like, "It's so fast yeah. how it happens that it feels pointless. Like it's we reached a point now where the basic formula of how you do an alien scenario is so rote and familiar that they don't even bother pretending it matters anymore, and they just rush through it because like, oh, it's time to get it's like time to do fan service, I guess. Like you just rush through it as like an acknowledgement of that concept without actually." paying it any sort of actual giving it any weight yes like, uh, like oh wow there's even more faceless characters that we don't care about so they can die too yeah great they're also a couple like everyone else great they're isolated in the shower with loud music so no one can contact them uh, great they're dead now i fucking almost had an aneurysm from that that was fucking mind-boggling retarded that they're just magically in the, the only part of the ship that cannot be contacted no, at the exact the, moment? they're in the fucking shower listening to music. Theoretically, I don't know where it's fucking coming from. Is it a Bluetooth device? Is it a speaker in the... Is there an Amazon tap just sitting in the corner? I don't fucking know. But either way, they don't hear a fucking ship siren. You're telling yeah. me your radio is so fucking loud that... Like, also, we don't see a radio as a physical device, so no. presumably it's playing out of the it's, ship. Yeah, presumably it's, it's playing but, from the but ship. It playing from the ship does not get overridden by alarms. Which, but the ship was still making the alarm sound because you could hear it when the music's going on. But it's just like there's an alien on the ship. Be careful! And it's just like and it's like why don't? First of all, who takes a shower with that fucking loud of music on a spaceship? I don't know. Uh, who People are you? that want a fucking privacy, apparently, by loudly announcing it to everybody with the loudest music. Close ever. your door! Like, <laughs> dude! It's it's not like they, it's... they didn't close the door, which is why they die. They did! They just couldn't hear the door open because there's music! 
You know, you couldn't even put a lock on the door. Like, I don't fucking... And, and secondly, the ship didn't just, like, lose its mind and be like, Hey, there's an alien. Shut your fucking music off. Like, it did I, I can't stress enough how this movie just seems to have an endless torrent of faceless, undeveloped characters just so they can die in more scenes. I'll be honest with you. Like, every time... The did, only person's name I know is Tennessee. Yeah, because his name's annoying. And Walter and David. Yeah, Walter, David, Tennessee. And that's because they say... But the, Tennessee that has the most used name in the movie. He has the most used name, but to the only point where people call him both Tennessee and, and T. T more times than anyone else's name is yeah. used in the film. I don't even know what the pilot's name is because all the all that Tennessee called her was wife. <laughs> like I don't, I have no fucking idea who any of these people's names are. There are a lot of characters who were only established as being the significant other of another character. Yeah, like I don't. To the I, point where it's the entire cast. What's the name of the biology girl? I don't know. I don't even remember someone what saying was the name, name of the black guy that was fucking the other pilot when they both when he got the alien thing to the back of his head. Concerned, n- concerned crew member number two was it was Tennessee? That his, was that his then I don't care. Was his name Arkansas? If they were all named after states, I'd probably remember it, them. It almost yeah, that'd probably be better actually. It'd be like Red River's Blue. Yeah, start picking up on other names. <laughs> like, they, I mean, that's a thing. Look, it's Wyoming over there. Like, they, they they did this whole character. They just... Here's 15 people. Uh, you, 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 you. Tennessee. Remember that. You, 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 you. Walter. Remember that. You, 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 you. Like, you just don't give a shit about like, any I'll of these admit, people. I said Tennessee wasn't distracting the way that I thought he would be, because I don't like that actor very much. But ultimately, he is the most established human character in the entire film. Which is, t- by the way... And he doesn't even seem like important, and he never the, really is important. By the way, he's the worst character in that fucking movie. He just has like, he's just the one character that has a crisis that en- ends up leaving, leading to them being in range to launch a ship to save everyone, technically. And there's a lot of build-up to that, because it's, he's making a series of really terrible decisions yeah. that endanger his entire crew, just because he's freaked out about no, his life. No, he's endangering the entire mission. Yeah. The entire fucking colony of Basically, cryogenic people. the crew down people. there is in danger, and his wife's already dead, and they already know that. And they're also like well, the, he didn't the black know that. guy. Oh yeah, he doesn't know that. He yet, doesn't but the know The black that. guy makes a point to say like we can't help them from here. There's, so, like, yeah, there's nothing. We, even need. if we get close enough for communication, we can't do anything. Which isn't true, by the way, because they sent a ship. Yeah, it wasn't true because they ended up sending down a ship anyway. So they, that contradicted itself anyway. But he has a ship full of with two thousand people. He's just flying into the atmosphere with, and he's just gonna risk all of them. Yeah, because he wants to hear about his wife. He's supposed to make sure his... Holy shit, this guy should not be in command. Maybe he wouldn't be command if you can take 80% of your crew down. Also, it's really interesting... the first several possible commanding line. It's also interesting that, like, there's not any kind of... Even Star Trek was like, you never take number one and Patrick Stewart down at the same time. (laughs) Picard... And Riker, they take turns going down. Like, yeah. you're not supposed to send Picard, but he goes down a lot sometimes anyway. But usually Riker's still on the ship. Yeah, least. you don't send, like, Riker, Picard, and fucking... Yeah, you don't send the entire... Ca- <laughs> you don't send the entire bridge on the fucking To the point planet. where the bridge is just, like, 14 people you've never seen before. <laughs> That's what happens in this movie. It's like, he's... She's... You know, I didn't even realize that. I thought he was next in command. I thought so too. Until until the main character girl. Until goes the back main up captain and, dies, and she's the new captain. Yeah, I'm like, oh, you were the next in line. Why were you down there? <laughs> yeah, which was I thought that was mind boggling. Like, they, they like maybe like, this guy's making all these terrible decisions because he's like the seventh in line for being captain and shouldn't be in this situation. Like, and it's also more appalling that it's like first, who's first in line for being captain, Keith? Oh, James Franco, the, the guy that. Right, he was first in... 
No, James Franco. Yeah, James. James Franco Franco's was, the fucking captain. He was the, James who, Franco is who, the captain who just died. So we have no idea what kind of character he is, what kind yeah. of captain he is, why he was chosen. I forgot about. All that. we get is second best, which is the fucking Faith guy. Which, who, by the way, this felt weird after because during the movie we we saw a trailer for the third Apes movie, <laughs> and so it's weird to have James Franco show up in this movie. But yeah, I I don't know what they were going for, really, Scott. But like. <clears throat> I don't know what you're trying to establish about your captain, but it's really weird to, to establish that your captain was played by James Franco because all of his characters are the same, and James Franco should not be the captain, the captain of a ship. <laughs> That's a real bad decision. Yeah, I, I also don't understand like what. Um, no, we got we got to stop yeah. unless you have something really big. No, uh, gotta, the the only thing I would talk about this forever. And yeah, we really shouldn't. It, it shouldn't be gone this long. It's not bad enough to be going on this long. <laughs> it it isn't. Uh, I would just say. Uh, I guess closing statement would be. I personally would not watch it again. But uh, I would. I would watch it if it was just on for some reason. But I would never seek it out again. Which is the same thing I said about Prometheus and even like Avatar. Is like just it's a movie that you can just kind of, eh. as opposed to like Ghost in the Shell, which is like just so offensively bad and insulting all the time, and also incompetent and boring. Yeah, like Ghost in the Shell is not watchable. Ghost in the Shell is not watchable. But this movie has a bunch of scenes where it's, people get ripped apart. This this like, okay. I, I rewatch Jurassic Park two sometimes. And this, that's a stupid one. Yeah, I mean <laughs> Alien this Covenant. Is the Jurassic Park two of Alien. Alien Covenant is a really is is decent if you're looking at it from the perspective of a sci-fi action, very mild horror kind of movie. It's if you want to. This is a terrible is Aliens mo- movie. Yeah. This is a fucking awful Aliens movie. It's the movie That's- to watch if you really do want to watch A Force Awakens of Alien. Yeah. Which is that it's just a cynical repackaging of all of the things that you're supposed to put in an Alien movie to give cred for being an Alien movie yep. properly. Like, it's... If you just the- need a nostalgia boner, here's yeah. your movie. Like, like it's, that, it's that specific thing where, like, it's like... You're doing right by the fans instead of making a bad movie, but you're doing it so cynically that it's like by the numbers and happening exactly. And then it gets weird in the middle in a cool way with David and, and Walter, and then that goes away, and you're like, oh, it's back to being the kind of cynical alien movie. Yeah, if if there was ever a chance Ridley Scott watch this, I would just recommend think- you could just make a movie about Walter and David and just never make another single alien movie again. Just give me all just make a whole <laughs> movie that's just Walter and David interacting with each other. Because that was so I don't, fun. I, I don't know what... So, really, Scott makes bad movies now? Is one of the issues here? <laughs> no, like, he's this visionary director. He was this visionary director that made Alien and Blade Runner and stuff like that back in the day. But for a while now, he's been making... He's been making bad movies now. <laughs> like, he's been making, like, Gods of Egypt and shit like well, that. Well, Michael Bay was like that, too. Michael Bay never made good movies. He just made popular movies. Excuse me. He made better popular movies like Bad Boys and shit. Armageddon but he, was he's a never made. Movie. <laughs> I don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to fall asleep. Was that Michael Bay? Yeah, that was Michael Bay. How I mix, dare you? I always mix up my Armageddon with Michael Bay versus that other what, guy Apollo. that did like Independence Day. Apollo. Oh, and oh, does all the um, does the movies where he always blows up a, a landmark in every movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like they could easily think that that's an Armageddon guy. Same difference. Still weird how he made he made Ben Affleck get new teeth for that movie. Weird detail. Either way, uh, but, uh, but like really Scott makes nowadays really really Scott makes stuff like Gods of Egypt and shit now, and it's like really unfortunate. I'm really is he making the new Blade Runner? Yeah. Uh, n- n- oh God. No, I don't think so. I don't remember seeing his name attached. To I it. guess either way, it'll probably be bad. So it'll still be bad regardless. Cares, but but uh, <laughs> so like 
he's making movies for the wrong reason is part of the issue because he needs money so like i think alien is one of the few things he's kind of comfortable with so it's higher quality than some of the shit he's been putting out lately because he can kind of go back on a formula but he's making them for the wrong reasons last time he paired up with like someone the guy that made lost and made a shitty mystery box movie so he's collaborating with the wrong people and it's just a mess there this time he's like, well, people got bad about that movie, so I'm gonna just cynically give them exactly what they want. We're gonna, it's just gonna be exactly Alien, but also that one thing they like from Prometheus, which is David, and those two things are the whole movie because I'm only gonna do what things that I've, I've been, I already know work, and that's it. Yeah, so it's like it's cynical, and it's just this is not the right way to continue a franchise. Is to like, he's making all the worst decisions, kind of, and it's unfortunate. I mean, yeah, I I wonder if he will if. Once the third movie comes out, if he'll just step away from it. Maybe. Um, At least it was interesting before when every movie was made by a different director. Yeah. And just like, what the fuck's going to happen? Who knows? It's like Doctor Who for aliens. Yeah. Giving <laughs> giving one director control of an entire franchise, I think, is actually how you destroy a franchise. Um, There's something that feels wrong about a franchise where he made one movie, then three other directors made one movie, and then he's like, no, this is mine again. Yeah. It's the same thing that happened with uh, with George Lucas. Yes. He made a new hope. Then different directors made the next two movies. He didn't direct either of the sequels to Star Wars. Yeah, no, he didn't direct he just, the... He worked on them, but he didn't direct them. Yeah. And other people collaborated with them like crazy. But then he's like, no, it's my franchise again. I'm going to make my prequel trilogy. And that's somehow exactly what's happening with... with uh, Ridley Scott. With Ridley Scott. He's yeah. Made, I'm going to make my prequel trilogy to that series that other people have made sequels to. And it's mine now, and I'm going to leave my mark all over it. And I'm like... This is except it's going. We're making even, the same mistakes again. Except it's going like worse than Star Wars because it's these movies aren't even memorable. Like at least people were so mad at yeah, Star like, Wars I, the prequels. I struggle you can to remember, remember stuff from Prometheus. Yeah. and it's an issue. Like I don't, I don't really not remember names in Star Wars. Like you know, I, I still remember Anakin. I still remember Qui Gon Jinn. I still remember Palpatine. I still remember, or else like yeah. But like in in, in this movie, I mean, movie, they make sure you know those names because they sell those toys. Yeah, but if you ask me who the fuck anybody was in this movie, like two weeks from now, I won't fuck. I still won't remember. I don't remember. Yeah. when I just watched the movie like an hour ago. Like, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't tell you the names of any characters besides Tennessee, David, and 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 uh, Walter. No. But yeah, uh, so going forward, like Ridley Scott Alien movies are just going to be fine. That's 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 their peak of quality. They're going to be at from now on. They'll and, be passable, and, 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 they're, and they're probably going to flatline there. They're probably not going to be bad either. They're probably not going to put out a, a truly awful one ever because he just is going to. He knows what makes them get a seventy-two on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, I, I, after we watched, I, che- I took a look at the uh, both of the movies on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. To take a look, and if I remember correctly, they have almost the exact same uh, critical score both times and audience score both times. Like, they are formula to the point of flatlining. That is terrifying. Yeah. He yeah. knows exactly how to make just good enough movie for everyone. He's like that and kid. And so it's going to be like, like that kid in high school who just knows how to, like, just swing by on C's. Yeah. Like, so what he's doing is he's making Avatar quality movies where it's like everyone's generally like, yeah, I didn't really waste my time on that. It's That was fine. That's the things I wanted to see in an alien movie, I guess. And then a month later, I'm like, what happened in the movie? It's, ha- it's just going to happen. It happened twice now, and it'll happen a third time. Maybe you'll make more after that, and it'll keep happening. It's it's fine, but it's not great, and it won't be great. And originally, the series was great. Yes. And that's the problem. That's the problem. 
And that's that's it's closing for me. You have yep. anything to add? Uh, I hope one day you make Alien, but with Walter and David. Those characters were interesting enough to deserve their own show or movie. Yeah, on their own. That's why I would just want. Yeah, if you and can. And they make... generally don't mix very well with the, the actual story of this yeah. movie. I would suggest like it almost would be better if you could have a movie where it's Walter and David, uh, ta- like on a ship watching as a crew deals with this situation of it's, aliens it's really impressive when and one actor plays two characters that look almost identical and they're so distinguishable they're as so characters. distinguishable as characters to the point where they're more distinguishable than all the humans yes that look different that look different <laughs> yeah all right so next yep. time on spoiler cast don't know what it'll be again we just do these as they show up uh thanks hollywood sit here and overthink movies for a while basically uh maybe it'll be a tv show next time or some other movie Maybe maybe it'll just be the next nerd bait thing that comes out or whatever the fuck. This isn't planned. You think this is planned? You think we're professionals here? We had to change the lighting halfway through the things because the sun went down. 